Welcome to the Kick Astral. Um, this is episode two of the Kick Astral, where we're going to be continuing our series on social media. Um, we are in the same outfits as before, as you can tell, because we're back. We laundry. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. This is the only outfit that we own. So, continuing on from our conversation earlier, we wanted to talk more about Twitter and Snapchat. And maybe nope, Twitter. LinkedIn. Yeah, son of a... It's okay. We're keeping this. We're hot messes. And the other one. Yeah. LinkedIn. 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 Yeah. Twitter and LinkedIn today. Um, I'm Emily, and this over here is Cassie. Uh, We are the owners of North of 8 Design and Marketing. It's a small uh, marketing agency in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. Uh, And what we really want to do is speak to like you know the small businesses so kind of give you some high level information about these social media platforms you get to determine if it's something that you want to spend your time and energy on um also i don't know where i'm going with this so let's dive into twitter yeah okay how come our first episode is better than this one i don't know are we getting too comfortable with our weird selves or we're getting tired potentially Always. Okay. Um, Not on a Robin. (laughs) Cassie, you're basically your cat. (laughs) Uh, We digress. Um, Okay, so let's dive into Twitter. I am an avid Twitter user. Um, I use it personally more than professionally, but uh, there are some really good aspects of it. Um, in terms of how to use it for your business. Uh, I, one of the things that I do a lot of is just a lot of social listening on Twitter. So there's um, trending hashtags. That's really where the hashtag movement started. Um, So every day, every morning I can go on and I can see what's trending on Twitter. And I just flip open my phone. It gives me a list of the top, you know, however many things. And that's how we can really tell kind of what the Twitter, Twitter sphere, Twitter sphere is talking about. Um, and if there are any relevant hashtags to anything that we're doing, anything that our clients are doing, it's a great way to sort of jump on the bandwagon. Um, obviously not, Twitter's not like a, a great cross section of every demographic. Um, okay, it's also a, a really great way to do uh, like, a, like a live stream of an event, like a live tweeting kind of thing. Like Big um, Brother, that's what I use. Yes. Yeah, so find out what's happening on Big Brother. Yes, she's a real weirdo like that. Hashtag BB22. It's my head. BB2, what does that stand for? Big Brother 22. It's a 20 second season. So that's how Mm -hmm. I stay up to date. (laughs) Um, So, actually, uh, kind of a funny story is that Cassie and I, we started our North of Eight Twitter account. Um, Obviously, we need to be on all platforms that we can, you know, stay up to date with how they're changing and we can be informed when we make, um, when we make suggestions to our clients. So we started our Twitter account and we decided that, okay, we can't put as much effort necessarily into it because it's the return on that investment isn't as high for a business like ours. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we use it for is actually more behind the scenes looks at like the stupid stuff that we say or like what's happening in the office. So it's kind of fun. Follow us there at North of eight design. Um, but our first tweet was, we were just like sitting, oh, we were doing a focus group and 
it was it was the afternoon and Cassie was sitting there with this like thermos and I was like oh do you have coffee and deadpan she looks at me and says no it's purple kool-aid and so that was our child you are and you still love kool-aid um that was our first tweet and the kool-aid man liked it he yeah that was like a huge moment I feel like in my life I know but then it kind of like set set us up to be disappointed in the future so since I think I've tagged like green giant vegetables nothing um you know but it's fine fine. they didn't let us down they never let me down but (laughs) so uh so yeah so with Twitter if you're thinking about doing it for your small business I would say um you know in the rural areas it's not as necessary um just if i'm thinking of where you should put your time and your resources um but it's great again for social listening seeing what people are talking about um it's really yeah great for those like trending things uh news outlets use it quite often um so it's a great way to stay informed Mm-hmm. And then just know that um, if you're kicking out your own content, it really does have a, a short shelf life. So, um, you know, you can reuse that content so many times because it just keeps getting like pushed down the feed. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of a quick Twitter overview. Um, if there's nothing, I don't have any like magic advice for it, mm-hmm. except like don't let it keep you up at night. Right. And just, claim it, claim your username for it, claim your profile. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't use it, just use it. As Emily said, it's kind of just an opportunity to listen in on what's going on. You can even search your industry through a hashtag there, see what other people are saying about what's going on in your industry, whatever that may be, and just use it for learning as an opportunity just to continue, continue figuring out what's going on in the world around you, in your industry, in your business, and go from there. You don't even have to tweet unless you want to. One of my biggest pet peeves though with Twitter is a lot of times people will use it actually as like a, they'll like push other content to it. So like if you post to Instagram, you can share to Twitter, but it doesn't actually format very well. No, the so pictures are always like this. Yeah. And then like in Facebook too, if you push it to Twitter, it just doesn't, doesn't read the same. So know that Twitter is a very specific like audience. It's a, it's a, you know, you have to be really, um, deliberate with, with your tweets. So I would suggest not connecting those two. And if you have content that belongs on Twitter and belongs on Facebook, just write those things separately. Yep. I agree. Um, also I was so mad when Twitter came to be in college and I thought, "Mm, it's going to be here for like two years. And now it's kind of secretly my favorite platform (laughs) just for news and such. Yeah. Um, Okay. Anything to add for Twitter? Nope. I think that really covers it. But how about you just dive in and tell us a little bit about LinkedIn too. What's your like about that? So full disclosure, I know that I'm better at LinkedIn. Um, It's kind of boring. Um, But they really are kind of working on making it a little bit more of a dynamic um, platform. So I was just telling Cassie the other day, I logged in and all of a sudden they're doing LinkedIn stories, which is really interesting. Um, I haven't played with that yet. I thought about, you know, posting a couple of things about like working from home mom life, but I'm, I'm not sure that 
it would actually come across really well because LinkedIn is definitely a place for professionals. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these aren't the, these aren't lay people. Like people don't just go on LinkedIn because they feel like it. They do it because yeah, it's professional development. It it's, you know, it's a resume builder. Um, it's all about networking. It's, it's very, it's not fun. <laughs> very businessy. Yes. It can be great depending on what industry you're in. Um, mm -hmm. We are not so avid on it. But, however, like I've used it in the past though to communicate with colleagues and it's been actually really helpful. We actually recently had a new client come on that was a former colleague of mine because we he reached out on Instagram, or not on Instagram, but on LinkedIn and he had messaged me saying, hey, what kind of graphic design services do you guys offer? And so we got to talk about it and then bing, bing, boom, we made him a really cool infographic. And so that's kind of the, the area of use is that it's really for networking. It's for keeping up with colleagues that you don't necessarily talk to often. Um, and it's keeping everything on just like a really professional level, um, which is why I do think that it's important that one actionable thing for LinkedIn, if you have a LinkedIn account, is to have a decent profile picture. And, you know, I'm sure you look beautiful in all of your pictures, but try to have a headshot of some kind, whether it's a, you know, professionally taken one, whether it's just you against a white backdrop and like a suit or not even a suit, whatever matches your industry. Um, be sure to do that because it does reflect who you are as an, a professional in the industry of whatever industry you're in. Um, but yeah, and just get on there and use it for, you know, keeping up with, again, what's going on in your industry, networking. Mm -hmm. I recently, even today, I just joined a new Facebook group from LinkedIn because somebody messaged me on LinkedIn about other marketing owners, agency owners in the area and wanted, you know, to get together and connect. And so it is great for that as well. So. Yeah. Yep. I would just, you know, consider it more, um, for professional development versus, um, you know, businesses can actually do, do really well on it as well. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a harder nut to crack. It is much more expensive to run advertising on. Um, we've done a campaign for a client and um, it was just, it was very expensive. Uh, the, the cost per click is way higher than other platforms. That said, if it's exactly the audience that you need, then it's definitely worth the investment. So it's just, it, it's being a little bit more deliberate with how you use that platform. Absolutely. And there's a really cool thing too that they have that Emily can speak more to LinkedIn learning. I used it for a little while, but I didn't want to pay for it. So Emily <laughs> though pays for it and she's gotten a lot out of it. So yeah. Yeah. So they actually merged LinkedIn and lynda.com. I don't know if you're familiar um, with that, but it was like an online, um, basically like like a, just a whole jumble of different courses that you can take online. Uh, okay. So lynda.com merged with LinkedIn and now we have LinkedIn learning. I have used it to, um, learn about lighting techniques so I can help Cassie on her photo shoots. I have used it, uh, to brush up on, uh, Google ads. Um, some other, Oh, podcasts. I've started a, a course on podcasts. It's it's like 250 bucks a year, but like it gives you all of these opportunities to continue, continue your, your learning and your professional growth. And in an industry like ours that just, you can't ever stop. You can't ever like assume that you know everything because it's always changing. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so one actionable thing from this podcast, mm -hmm. I would have to say is again, 
claim those usernames for Twitter and LinkedIn, claim those profiles. And specifically for LinkedIn, just make sure that you have accurate information on your LinkedIn, update that resume, update your experience, and make sure that you have a good photo. Not a selfie, not a not a out drinking with the boys Saturdays, you know, no, none of that. You need mm -hmm. to have a professional photo that really represents you and your company. Yep, absolutely. Okay, well, uh, next episode, we'll talk about Snapchat and TikTok. And when I say we, I mean Cassie will because she is much more young and hip. Um, okay, thanks, bye. Bye.